It's not about how much cash you've got to splash, it's about how you spend it. You're listening to Hard Bargain, a consumer affairs podcast from Fairfax Media. Today's episode is about one thing we all own but never think about. It's about a product that can cost anywhere between $500 and $120,000. But it's very hard to tell the difference between a cheap model and a Rolls Royce. Can you guess what it is? Here's a clue. You spend 30% of your life on one. Today's podcast focuses on what insiders call a lump of foam in a sock. The humble mattress. You're listening to Hard Bargain. I'm Liam Mannix, a consumer affairs journalist at The Age. And I'm Bhakti Puvanantharan, small business editor for Fairfax Media. This episode of Hard Bargain comes off the back of a big investigation The Age did into the mattress industry. Not an industry that ever gets a lot of investigative journalism coverage, but one that's totally fascinating once you start reaching beneath the covers, if I can use that small pun. Uh, I decided that I wanted to dive into this industry because I'd read a lot of stuff uh, about a new startup industry overseas, uh, which was this idea of foam mattresses in a box. We're going to speak to Richard Lee a bit later on uh, on this show about that. But the theory and the sell that this small new industry has is that consumers are being totally ripped off by the mattress industry and that there are cheaper ways of doing this. So uh, what we did when we started investigating was we hopped in and we started pulling it back. And the first thing we looked at was the price. Uh, So Bhakti, before I dive into this thing, when was the last time you bought a bed? So we uh, moved into a new house at the end of last year. So we bought a new bed and a new mattress and um, I bought it. We tried buying it the traditional way and went Mm. into uh, kind of bricks and mortar went into one of those large strips of strips of furniture stores that tend to kind of be uh, in the same real estate and just immediately found that it was a depressing, difficult, confusing uh, and incredibly expensive process. <laughs> so then we uh, retreated to a cafe and bought both the bed and the mattress on my mobile phone <laughs> um, <laughs> like half an hour later um, using kind of um, Australian-based online, I guess, warehouse warehoused furniture services. Yeah, This is the future, isn't it? So mm. when you went into one of these big box retailers who we won't name right away, what was the experience like? How many beds were there? What did you see in there? So I guess that you're talking about like the size of – uh, several large classrooms and they're back-to-back. Ma- all you see is mattresses. They're white. Um, they have different names. They all look the um, same, don't they? They, they, <laughs> they really do all look the same. And uh, they, they don't even try and differentiate them, which I find really interesting. Um, but we were initially asked to kind of do this kind of testing. So mm. they would have these um, – they would ask you to lie down and they would try and get a – uh, I guess your perfect mattress feel um, from various tests. I guess, and I neither of us wanted to do that. Really, and so that that was that was almost at that point that we thought, okay, maybe this isn't for us. We said, what if we don't want to do that testing? And and they just started up. And I said, what's what? I guess what everyone wants to know is what's the cheapest one you've got. Yeah. Um, and it was very hard to get an answer for that 
you know, what's what's the cheapest model in this building? So this this really illustrates exactly what big mattress want you to do. So the way that, according to the people I've spoken to on this, the way that they have built this industry over the years is exactly that. This idea that the consumer comes into the store and then you get them to lie down on a bed for about five minutes and then they lie down on a bed for another five minutes and then they spend $3,000, right? Mm. And this idea that they want to propagate is that you can work out what a good mattress is in five minutes or less. I don't know if that's entirely true. (laughs) Uh, So... The bed that you ended up getting, you happy with it? Yeah, really happy. Yeah. yeah. So I um I knew I wanted a memory foam mattress because um, my mum um has one and it's really nice. And I just found an a uh, an I can't actually couldn't tell you the name of the company. I just found an Australian company that had good reviews online, and um it was a thousand dollars, which I thought was a reasonable amount of money for something that significant, and I I bought it. You're listening to Hard Bargain by Fairfax Media. The the money is the fascinating thing. So the way the the mattress industry wants to work is it wants to close down uh, the ability to comparison shop. When you normally go and buy a product, you're comparing a bunch of different products and you say, well, that's the best value for me or those are the features that I want. In mattresses, they don't want you to do that. Uh, We decided we'd look at one mattress brand, Sealy. And what we discovered was that you can't go to a different shop and buy the same mattress. You can't go to any different shop and buy the same mattress. In fact, we looked at uh, the five major retailers, including Harvey Norman, Captain Snooze, 40 Winks. Uh, None of them sell the same Sealy mattress. They're all totally different. Or you think they're totally different. In fact, what our insiders tell us is that these are the same mattresses given different names and different price points. The theory being that uh, if you stop consumers being able to comparison shop, you can stop competition and you can keep margins nice and high and you can get kickbacks as well, which we know is a big part of this industry. When I put together this article in June, Wade Gunzer, marketing manager at Sealy Australia, told me that all the company's mattresses were different and the company tailors individual mattress ranges to meet the needs of each of the company's customers. Each bed is individual, so it gets a different name, he said. In some beds, there might be minor changes, and in some, there might be major changes. They know that nobody ever thinks about this thing. You buy it so rarely that very few people are experts or or passionate. I mean, you don't buy a house very often, but people are passionate about their houses. That's right, and they, they're spending a huge amount of money, so maybe they're thinking about it a bit more, but with a bed, you're like, oh, i just got to sleep, I just want to be comfortable... I don't understand this. All these things look the same. You're telling me to buy that one. I guess I will. Mm. It's, uh, it's a really fascinating industry. Well, I'd like to take this opportunity to introduce Richard Lee. He's uh, the founder of Greywing, one of Australia's first sort of bed-in-a-box startups. That's correct. He's yep. been kind enough to come into the studio. Thanks class. for having me. <laughs> Thanks yeah. for uh, coming in. Richard, can you tell us a bit about how you first got into this industry and when you did, what you thought? Absolutely. Um, Back in 2015, we looked at this mattress industry and we thought, wow, Australians are getting ripped off. There's so many people in the middle and everyone is getting a cut and we thought that we could do better. So that's what we did. So we came up with this um, um, 
mattress that made out of three different layers that we source the best material from local suppliers um, and uh, yeah and uh, we also got a like German technology uh, compressor machine that we can compress the mattress to a golf bag size box and so that we can deliver everywhere in Australia um, and uh, we offer you know instead of uh, getting customer to try for five minutes we get people to try at at their own home and so, so this way they they can really test the mattress uh, for you know 100 nights if they don't like it they can return it um, so that's the whole concept we also offer 15 year warranty you know if they don't you know if they think there's a there's a there's issue with the foam or this issue with the with the mattress they can always return it or well that uh, was the other thing yeah. that came up when i bought my memory foam mattress was yeah. that it had a 10-year warranty mm. and i just thought Clearly, it's quite clearly foam is quite durable. Clearly, this is not a difficult <laughs> yeah. item to produce. Mm. Uh, the technology exists. Yeah, that's right. And it's not a highly risky kind of uh, production process. Well, that's the other point about these. Like, so we know that there's a lot of margin in the uh, the seller. We know mm. that forty winks is, but mattresses are. You're right. Quite simple to produce. Really, like. People were saying to me, these are just big chunks of foam that we put in a sock. We had um, a guy whose uh, name was Stefan, and he said to me, I want to cut my mattress open for you. And when he did, it's like a cake. It's just layers of foam and springs. You put them all together, you stick them in a sock. When we started talking to some people in the industry, we said, how much can you actually make this thing for? And they said, oh, look, we could probably make a $10,000 bed for about 800 bucks." That's that's a big march. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What when when you started looking at this, Rich? How much margin did you sort of see in there? What do you what do you reckon the margins are like in this industry? Well, um, if you look at the if you look at the brick and mortar business models, um, they generate three different layers. So there's a there's a manufacturer and there's a wholesaler and there's a retailer. So generally, every level would take about thirty to fifty percent margin. So that's how much they 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 charging customers. Yeah, this was the other remarkable <laughs> yeah. thing. We we called up the CEO of Forty Winks and we yeah. said, "Look, you're on sale all the time." And he's like, "Yeah, it's a sale industry." So this idea that there's a perfect mattress for everyone, and the idea yeah. of having. 30, 40, 100 different beds in a showroom. Yeah. How different are they really? They're not much different, to be honest with you. And even when I talk to um, the maker that we work with, um, because they are maker for many of these brands, um, and uh, even they're telling us it's all marketing. So you're the person who's making your cheaper mattress is the same guy, the same factory who's making these expensive mattresses. Some of them, yes. Jeez. Yeah. So it's a bit like Audi, really. That's correct. Like your your white labeling, it's just the same product, different box, different packaging, different price point. That's correct. Yes. Remarkable stuff. The other thing that always weirded me out just on this topic about this. Yeah. I bought a bed uh, from Gumtree for yeah. 400 bucks. Yeah. And it was really uncomfortable. It was <laughs> dreadful. I couldn't sleep on it. It was so soft. So I flicked it over and slept on the base, just the hard wooden slab. Yeah. It's the best sleep I've ever had. I've been sleeping on it for two years. My girlfriend loves it. Yeah. Made me wonder how how important are these beds? Like because you like your bed and I like my bed and yeah. you like your bed. And then I came across this research from Choice saying, Well, pretty much everybody's happy with their bed. Actually, when you survey people, as long as you've spent more than sort of five hundred bucks, people are happy. 
we wanted to know just how much people were actually paying for a bed, where they got them from, and if they were happy with them. So we asked them. Here's the voices of a few Fairfax journalists who have recently, or not so recently, bought a bed. So I'm uh, Hannah Francis. I am the Deputy Arts Editor here at The Age. And I bought my mattress several years ago for about $1,000 because I had some back and shoulder pain. And my mum, I was living at home at the time, my mum suggested, maybe you need a new mattress, Hannah. So uh, I went to a place called Bed for Backs. But they sold fancy mattresses where you could actually move the slats to, like, um you know, go with the shape of your body. But I didn't get one of those. I just got a normal one. And it's quite firm. I like firm mattresses. Anyway, since I've got that, it's really helped a lot. I think it's worth investing in a good one. Hi, my name's Tammy Mills and I'm a crime reporter with The Age. And the last mattress I bought, which is my current one, I got for $50. I got it from one of my best friends who I was living with at the time in a share house in Fitzroy when I was uh, studying at university. And uh, he had back problems. So his parents were buying him a pretty swish new mattress. So he gave me his relatively swish mattress for $50. And when you're a uni student, you're never going to say no to that. Hi, I'm Melissa Singer, the fashion editor at The Age. I recently bought a new mattress from 40 Winks. We paid $1,500. We managed to get it in a half-price sale. We went on a Sunday morning and surprisingly the store was quite busy, but there was a gentleman there who was very eager to help us. He was incredibly helpful. He talked us out of a whole range of mattresses, which was great because it narrowed down the choice. I think it's really hard to get a true sense of a mattress in the store. I think there's a lot of artificial factors at play. You're fully dressed, number one. The beds don't have any Manchester on them and you're only lying on them for a few seconds. So I think buying a mattress, while you can lie on them and test them out, it's really not until you get it home that you get the true sense of what it's going to be like. We've nicknamed it the cloud because we love it so much. Um, it's, it's the best bed that I've ever owned. Hard bargain. It's not about the money, it's how you spend it. The truth um, is that this was the first time I've ever bought a mattress. Uh, the share houses I've lived in, I often inherited mattresses. And in fact, I once inherited a mattress that had been... Um, slept on by the previous owner and he had slept on it and prior to that he had found it on a nature strip. So, (laughs) and, you know, I was in that house for several years and I survived. It was okay, It it was actually fine. (laughs) You know, I I lived. So I think that was one of the reasons that when you walk into uh, a store and they when they tell you something like $5,000, which is what we were kind of picking up was... The, the average price in in those stores across various stores because they often uh, sat next to each other to make you feel like you've got a choice. Uh-huh. Yeah, that, that's part of a, a Sales, trick. Yeah, yeah. sell strategy. Yeah, there's psychology there, isn't there? If you put the most expensive one and the least expensive one and the middle one, people will feel they're getting a bargain for the middle one, right. no matter if they are at all. Yes, it's brilliant. So, um, I I suppose what what's the takeaway from all of this guys is it be comfortable on your bed you you're probably doing okay i don't know what what do you think b my feeling is that 
the most important thing is for you to know what you're getting and there's just so much opaqueness in the traditional system. So my takeaway is just um, don't walk into those buildings. Hard Bargain, a free consumer affairs podcast by Fairfax Media because there's no better bargain than getting something for free. At the end of every show, we've got a quick segment we call Hot or Not, where we get to nominate a thing that we either loved or hated, or sometimes both, from uh, the episode. B, have you got a hot or a not? I don't have a not this week, but my hot, which I've been using for about three months now, is yourgrocer.com.au. So this isn't a paid spot. This is just my own passion for not having to get up early and go to the market and still wanting to have nice fresh market produce so I live near a big market but I don't actually drive there or pay for parking there anymore um I I just fill out the kind of online checkout on a Thursday night and I ask them to deliver it on a Friday night so when I get home on a Friday night I've got all these lovely fresh veggies and cheeses and breads for the weekend are the prices good yeah so it's really affordable market prices I've kind of compared um from visiting as opposed to the website and they're, they're very fair and it's $8 for the delivery, which I I decided is worth it. My hot this week is my most recent purchase, a smart scale. It records weight and body fat percentage and it shows up on my mobile each day. Now, my theory here is that with this sort of really granular information, I'll be able to get like almost daily real-time feedback on how my gym routine and my diet is going. You've been listening to Hard Bargain, a consumer affairs podcast from Fairfax Media. Make sure you get on iTunes and hit subscribe and give us a review so that more people can find out about us. You can also follow us on Twitter. We're at Hard Bargainers. Make sure you tweet us your stories about buying and selling mattresses or anything else you think we should be covering on this show. We're also on Facebook at Hard Bargain. Uh, Hard Bargain is a podcast by Fairfax Media made with the production help of Dewey Cook and Cormac Lally. Tune in next time.